Hallelujah. Wonderful morning out there. I want to welcome everyone this morning joining us in this live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola, as you know. This is the Porter's Gate online broadcast, and this is our prophetic prayer school. Welcome this morning. This morning, we're going to continue to track the heart of the, of the mind of the Lord, even as we enter into some very significant uh, uh, stage in the recovery of uh, the economy of our nation, and of course, our spiritual engagement in the things of the Lord. Thank you so much, my dear sister, this morning. Thank you for connecting this morning. Well, this morning, by the grace of God, we uh, entered what they call stage four, all right, in the economic re uh, recovery of South Africa, opening up the nation again. And uh, that placed some very high level responsibility upon us as, as gatekeepers, as watchmen, as intercessors. And we want to continue to hear what the Lord Amen, is saying. Of course, our position of intercession and prayer is not based on what amen it's happening out there but we also relate to that because we live in a nation <laughs> we don't live outside south africa we live within the context of this nation therefore whatever it is uh, uh, promulgated as a law you know out there somehow it affects us but not just us but our family our loved ones our friends so it is right that we take that position of uh, responsibility on behalf of others. We, we need to pray. We need to stand. We need to believe the Lord to show us, to give us insight, direction, and understanding so that we, we are better informed. All right, not just for ourselves, but like I said, our position is to take the, take, take the, the, the place of, rest, you know, of, of, of uh, responsibility, standing on behalf of others, praying for others. And also praying for our government. Our government should not be, uh, they should not be, uh, uh, um, you know, antag our antagonist. Government should not be, you know, people that we, we stand against. We stand against what they do wrong. We stand against, amen, corruption. We stand against, you know, wickedness. We stand against that which is not aligned to the will of God. But we stand with our government. We pray for them. Right? We believe the Lord that he will use them. So, and that's why the scripture says, you know, that we must always pray for, you know, for, for, for leaders, for our government, for, you know, for those who, who have been positioned there to, you know, to lead us. It's our responsibility, right, to pray for them. In fact, I believe that all right, a nation only gets the, the kind of, you know, leaders, all right, that the, 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 the church, right, prays. If you don't pray for our leader, if you don't pray for them, we don't stand in the gap, if we don't do what we need to do, guess what? They will do what they need to do. They, they will, you know, they will be overrun by all kinds of interests and there are all kinds of interests jostling for the soul of our nation. There are all kinds of, you know, things happening be, behind the scene that we don't see. But thank God that we have the eyes to see, all right? That we can be, amen, in the very chamber, amen, of of the of the of the of the king, of you know, of the president. We can we can speak into his spirit. We can speak into the heart, into the mind, to the soul, amen, of his cabinet ministers that they will do what is right. So it's our position, amen, as true intercessors. And that's why we kept emphasizing the idea of intercession. It's important that in this, in this season, we, we go beyond just one who prays to become one, amen, who intercede. And that brings so much, uh, 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 you know, realities and, and, and responsibility and commitment into our lives. Because indeed, those who have been called into that 
position, minister of intercession, are those that God uses, all right? They are the, they are the eyes and the, and the legs and the hand of God in the earth, all right? They are the one that God uses to go to fight on his behalf, to fight on behalf of his people. So, so when we say we're praying for our nation, let's understand that what we're doing is taking the place, taking the position, amen, of responsibility. It's like one who is defending. You know, in a nation, every nation has got their own military military defense military uh, uh, defense system all right yes you got you got the you got the you got the ones who are into the you know air, air defense all right the you know the air force then you've got the, the the guys on you know with boots on ground then you've got you know the navy or you know all of this and today of course you've got those who are into the who are into cyber security now all of this we have to contextualize because that's what we represent of course in the spirit of course, in the spirit, because God has interest over, over nations. God has, you know, a desire for, for people, all right? Jesus died for people. He didn't die for geographical, you know, uh, uh, towns. He didn't die for cities. He didn't die. He, he died for people, and people live in cities. So if we say we are standing in the gap, let's put that into context that we're praying. I'm praying on behalf of people who don't even have an idea of what life is all about. We're standing in, in the gap, amen, on behalf of those who life have so battered that they have no sense of 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 life they have no sense of reasoning they have no sense of direction they have no sense of purpose we've got many of them like that all all if for all i care what some people are looking for out there is just a bread just you know somebody give them food and they're satisfied with that you know that's how life are so you know you know delve you know deal with these people that they don't think of tomorrow they they just want a place to lay their head you know you, we've got people like that who live on the street you know and these are humans these are humans that when you know when god comes into their life and when we have good government they're able to change their life they, i mean they can do wonders so we we when we look at people when we look at you know lives we shouldn't just you know, commonize them and just, you know, throw them away as if they are nothing. Human beings are sacred and we have to take the position, amen. I mean, this is, if you ask me this morning, I felt like still sleeping. I'll just, you know, <laughs> but you've got to get up. You've got to do what you need to do. You've got to be here. You've got to sound the alarm. You've got to put the word out there, all right? And you cannot be expecting that somebody is going to do it. You know, that's what God said, said to me when I was in school. He said, Isaiah, I want you to pray like as if nobody's praying. I need you to stand in the gap as if nobody's doing it. So when I'm praying, I don't even think or look. Uh, is somebody else doing it? Because that's what the Lord told me. So I, I take that posture of one, amen, who stands in the gap. Ever before people come and say, oh, this is intercession. I, I mean, I, I, God told me, I want you to stand in the gap. I need you to pray as if nobody's doing it. So, so that's, that's a mindset that is driving me. So even if my body doesn't want to do it, my spirit pushes my body to say, hey, get up, go ahead and do what you need to do. So it's from this posture right now that we are engaging the things of the spirit. And I believe the Lord this morning that as we change again the gear and move further, amen, all right? This thing has been like you, you're in gear one, you're in gear two, all right? And the time it comes, you, you start moving to your gear three and four and five, all right? And so... The government said now we're in gear four, right? And gear four means that, okay, they're beginning to, you know, soften the, 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 the close down, okay? They, they say, okay, certain, you know, uh, areas will be open for business. And that's okay. That's fine. 
as long as they know what they're doing and we want to believe that they know what they're doing and and we really want to pray that they do not jeopardize all right because we can also understand that there are all kinds of lobbying groups all kinds of you know a, a vested interests okay once you see the economy open up again we don't really don't care if you know somebody dies in Kalisha or somebody dies in you know some squatters come somewhere if somebody dies in some shark somewhere they don't care they, that that's true they don't really care but we care for those people we care for them we care for them because those people are, are created amen in the image and in the likeness of god all right they are not some you know dump somebody somewhere you know rejected somebody nobody's rejected we are rejected because of the way society amen define us we, are, we we look at ourselves as nobody because of how we grew up the environment all right what people said to us what we don't have what we thought we you know we we, we can't get you know those are the things that that works in our mind and tells us that we are nothing all right you you put a, a guy who's been to university who, who got all the you know response you know the all, all the in you know, advantage of this world and that person stands and you see somebody who has been beaten all his life you put those two together of course the one who's who had all the opportunity in life will feel that he's far better than that other person what defines a man the concept of being far better because of the opportunity he felt he's been open open to you understand? That is how we look at life. I, I look at that person and say, well, I'm better than you. Why are you better than me? Because you can't you see, I, I mean, I went to that school. I went to this school. And that's where they will ask you, what school did you go to? Where where did you study? All right. Who, because those are the things that the, the world system use, all right, to define us. Those are the resume they want to they want to look at. But God doesn't look at us that way. I mean, what 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 resume did David have when he killed Goliath? So when we begin to have a man heaven's perspective, when we begin to walk amen, in heaven's understanding and we begin to look at people and see every every human being, regardless of what they are, what they are going through, regardless of their struggle, regardless of their challenge. When we are able to see people through the eyes of God, we will go all the way. We will do everything within our ability and capability amen, to help them, even if it's just one person that we can help. All right. I may not have money to to you know to you know feed people i may not have the capacity and you know the you know well without to do the things that i want to do but guess what i can pray i can pray and god can minister to someone who has the money and say why don't you use your money to feed the people why don't you use your money to open you know a nice school for people to go and and get you know some headway in life you, you understand our prayer can motivate our prayer can steer the heart of the people. And that's what we do. We will never get to know, amen, the importance and the impact of our intercession. Only heaven will tell, amen, how far our prayer goes, how much, amen, our prayer means, amen, to, to that man out there, to that person you will never see in your life, all right? God, God, God will be using your prayer to steer somebody this morning and that person will be thinking, oh, while he's taking his coffee, he's, you know, in his, in his mansion, he's just... Um, I think this people need need my assistant. He's, he's not thinking. He's God. 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 God has invaded his mind. Yes. Have you noticed that God invaded the mind of Nebuchadnezzar? Yes. God invaded the mind of Cyrus. He said, he said, he said, the king of kings, the Lord of has placed it in my heart. The God, the God of the Jew has placed it in my heart, in my heart to rebuild his temple. How do you how, how do you comprehend that? The same the same man, amen. The same nation that 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 plunged, that plunged Israel, that destroyed the land, that took them into captivity. God used the same king. 
They said, go, rebuild. So what we're saying is there's nothing impossible. There is absolutely nothing impossible with God. They say, for with God, all things are possible. So we want to take our posture in the place of prayer, believing that, amen, God will minister to our leaders. God will speak to their heart, even if they don't have the interest of the people at heart. Come on. It's not, it's not about their choice. It's, they don't have a choice in this. Even if, amen, they don't have the interest, amen, of the, of the mass in their heart. But guess what? God has an interest. Every person that God created, that, brought in, that God brought into this world, has a vested interest. God has a vested interest in them. So it is God that will go and stare their heart and say, hey, I need you to do this. Even if you don't care about the people, but I need you to do this, amen, because God wants, amen, everyone to fulfill their destiny, their purpose in life. And that's the posture that we are taking, friends. We taking the posture of one amen who 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 feels the heartbeat of god and therefore will stand amen and pray and, and, and seek the face of god amen and go on behalf of all right 98 percent of the people 99 percent of the people we, we're praying for we may not never get to meet them but guess what heaven heaven knows them and one day we will be rewarded for, amen for for you know for our prayer we will be rewarded for our intercession we'll be rewarded that you know you got steered your heart to pray for that man to pray for that woman all right and you see every time we pray god deploys resource that's how the things of the spirit works if we don't pray nothing gets to work if, if, if there was no man praying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be sharing some, you know, things this morning quickly with us. I, I don't intend to take our time this morning, but I just want to kind of lay some, you know, structures again as we begin to talk about, you know, economic recovery and all of that. Okay. What are the things we need to know? How do we engage, amen, you know, a heaven system of, 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 of economy, all right? How does God move when, when God wants to bless a nation, when God wants to, you know, uh, transform a people, when God wants to develop amen, a nation, all right? How does God go about it? What are the things that we need? Of course, we've been talking about for a while now. So this will be a continuation, amen, of what we've been talking about, you know, heaven's economy coming down to engage, amen, the false systems of men, all right? So we want to to look at that we want to understand how to pray how to position ourselves what are the things we need to understand because god always speaks in context amen god doesn't speak amen in in vacuum he doesn't speak in isolation when god speaks everything must be understood alongside amen if you're hearing god from one side you better understand that there are other areas that needs to be factored into what you're hearing so you don't just run with one 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 area one dimension or right? why you leave others behind so we want to understand the context of where we are like we said, amen, the main context of the day that God has brought us into is called reset. We all know that by now. It's called reset. So if God is resetting the nations, of course, he's resetting his economy. Why? Because, amen, the gold and the silver belongs to him. Amen. And, and the resource that God has given to man, amen, is for the furtherance, is for the advancement of his purpose, of his intentions, of his desire in the earth. Amen. And that includes everyone that lives in the earth. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and those who live in it so when the kings of the earth says no no we will challenge god we will rise against him amen we will stand against his anointed one or we will not obey god said okay you're gonna see what i'm gonna do i'm gonna dash you in derision i'm gonna bring confusion i'm gonna put amen a hole in your pockets <laughs> so when the children of israel began to return back to you know uh, uh you know to 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 the land amen after the, you know cyrus have released them amen from captivity go back and rebuild uh, they came with so much you know gold they came with so much resource and the bible says they went building their own houses 
<laughs> no, the reason why they were released was to go build the temple of God because that's a pattern. Remember, we did, we did this training years ago. All right, We see the pattern of restoration. It is the altar first that must be restored, then the temple, amen, then the, then the gates, the walls, all right, and then the city itself. All right, but these people, they left what God, you know, they, they left the order. They, they left the priority. They went building their own building. So God had to send his prophet. He said, hey, guys, consider your ways. Habakkuk, check it. He said, consider your ways. Amen. I release you guys from captivity. After 70 years, I gave you all of this resource to go back and rebuild all right, my temple because it's from that position of rebuilding the altar and the temple that the people are able to begin to have an understanding, the context of the fear of God. That, that's where they begin to have the reality and the understanding of how to build life, the power of the, you know, shared life, how to restore their economy. You can't restore your economy all right, if the nature, if the, if the, if the presence of God, amen, if the, if the house of God is not in place that's the pattern that's the pattern in fact we did a whole series i'm just looking at all of this now it's just everything is just coming back to me i did a whole book amen returning the ark you know, returning the presence of God. These are all principles. You see, David, amen, in second, it's in second Chronicles. All right? He said, Come, let's bring back the ark of God. Let's bring back the ark of God. Because the blessing is in his ark. Hallelujah. The economy of God, amen, is locked within the presence of God. You cannot separate the economy of heaven, amen, from the presence of God. Amen. In fact, the presence of God, amen, is the is the is the revealer of the economy of God. He said, When you serve God with all your heart, when you do what is right, when you you know obey the Lord, when you obey his law he said will prosper you have you noticed that prosperity hallelujah is always as a result of obedience in worship every time we worship god every time we obey him every time we carry out his intention his desire guess what in return he blesses us and when we refuse to obey him when we refuse to do his bidding when we refuse to walk in his path what do we get we get a curse the land get to be cursed the land gets to be meant to be you know to be to be affected and to be inflicted and all kinds of things the land the land gets to be plague so so humans are the instrument of the blessings of god or the rot of god that's why when god begins to talk about economic plan amen he deals with humans he deals with their heart he deals with amen their agendas he deals with that so we cannot talk about, you know, uh, uh, the, the economic recovery plan, all right, without factoring certain principles that deals with justice and injustice, that deals with righteousness, amen, or uh, ungodliness. On, on we, we cannot talk about, amen, God coming back and restoring our economy, all right, if the people that are still sitting at the end of affairs, all right, are still ungodly people. No, righteousness exalts a nation. That word exalt, amen, also speaks into, amen, you know, financial economic blessing. But if people who are at the end of affair, all right, God is exalting the nation because we are praying, but they are just taking all the money and they go keeping it somewhere in Dubai. They're, they're putting, they're using the money to, you know, to go do some crazy things. They're, they're, they're stacking the money somewhere in, 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 in Swiss bank, all right? They're, they're investing in all kinds of things while the people are impoverished. God is not going to bless such an economy. So let's not fool ourselves. Let's not deceive ourselves, all right? We, we are praying for the economic recovery of this nation because of the people, not because of the challenge not because in fact not because of the government no the government are the people amen those who claim to represent the people need to wake up and realize that we've been placed there to serve the people not to serve our pockets 
So you've got to understand that this recovery, amen, is going to be via, amen, justice, amen, is going to be via removing corruption, the corrupt nature, the things that make, you know, people steal billions and go hiding somewhere. Those are the things that God is going to be judging. So if, you, if, if we ever think that there's going to be a recovery, all right, and there's not going to be a judgment, oh, we lie. Huh. Except I don't know this God. <laughs> Except it's not the same God I'm serving. So I, I have to take this posture, amen, as a prophet. So I'm speaking this day, amen, as, as, as one position at the gate and as one that has been given the word of the Lord. So let's, let's understand the ways of God. That's what we're talking about. Yesterday we talked about it. We, we, we gave a little insight into that, all right, that one of the key, one of the keys, one of the key, one of the key components, amen, of an advanced mature prophetic spirit, amen, is the ability to give clear interpretation clear interpretation to what people are seeing all right everybody's seeing it yes something is happening everybody's saying god is shaking but what does that mean yes that that's the difference that's what separate prophets all right there are prophets that will tell you yes god is moving but there are those that will tell you hallelujah this is the meaning of that move that's what we're talking about prophets that are able to read amen and interpret the handwriting all right god is moving across the, the earth god is moving god is speaking across the nation hallelujah but we need people that will be able to tell us and this is death amen that has been prophesied that's 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 why amen peter amen function in that powerful prophetic you know capacity he said this is that the people were confused they see things happening they were they were here was commotion here is religion amen here are guys coming down from the place called the upper room or i mean it, it, that day jerusalem was full of you know commotion people were saying no these guys are drunk all kinds of things are happening ah, peter said hey guy, guy, wait, 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 wait a minute wait a minute let's give an interpretation of what you guys are saying that's what we're talking about being able to give clarity in understanding amen <laughs> you know the, 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 the sons of the prophet they saw they saw they knew things they knew that god was going to take elijah they knew it they said to Elisha, did you know that, you know, God is about to take your master from you? They knew that. They were not part of, you know, uh, 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 Elijah's school. Okay. Maybe they were part of his school, but they, they were not close to, you know, il, you know, Elijah as Elisha was close to him. So, you know, sometimes you will, you will know things, you know, fruit will fall from the vine. You will hear certain things. Yes, you will read certain things. You will pick certain things. And we will all echo those things. But guess what? We're talking about being able to give accurate interpretation to what we know that is why it's not enough to just have knowledge amen we need to also have wisdom and understanding you say you say you say wisdom shall be the stability of thy time wisdom shall be the stability of thy time it's good to have revelation it's good to have knowledge and if that knowledge is not mixed amen with what we call the fear of god amen that that revelation of knowledge will lead us to a proudful a proudful attitude will begin to you know lord it over the people amen there's nothing as dangerous as having revelation amen that has not changed our life in the posture of humility and submission Amen. So all of this, I'm just giving you context. Are you, are you getting friends? Are you getting what we're talking about? I'm just giving you context so that we want to have the right understanding. You know, understanding allow us to change our garments. Does that sound familiar? God has been speaking to us about our garments. Amen. That in this new day, we cannot come in, in the same old garment. All right. You cannot come in the same with the same old, you know, invitation code. All right. There's something they call Zoom. I'm sure many of us have used it. You know, you've heard about it. Zoom is is the is the platform where you know you have conference. You know, uh, video conferencing online. 
Now, of course, for you to come into Zoom, if somebody's inviting, they send you a code. They send you a code. That code is your key of invitation. When you when you put that code into your browser, whatever, or right, you connect, you realize that okay, you are there. But guess what? If you come with a wrong code, guess what? You'll not be able to connect. And and uh, if you decide and say, well, 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 yes, yesterday they gave me a code, and you are invited again, but you you didn't get the new code because every time you are invited, you get a new code. Except they said, okay, this meeting is gonna take you know two weeks, amen, two weeks, so you can use the same code, and that's fine. Then you can use the. But if if they change the code, alright, and you didn't get the code, they email it to you, and you didn't get the code, and you try to use the code you used yesterday, guess what? You're not gonna be connected. You're not gonna be connected. That's the same value system that applies to the things of God. Guess what? God is giving us code, amen? Code of dressing, amen? The code of expression, code of connectivity, code of relationship, amen? This is a brand new day. As we step into this new day, there are specific directions and, and expectation, amen? A, a garment that we must wear, amen? They said they, they will not put the old wine, amen? Into, 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 they will not put the new wine into old wine skin. Those are powerful principle that applies into every area of our life so as i wake up this morning even though i i i, I still felt like oh lord can i just sleep i was thinking about it yesterday night maybe i should just you know today i just take time to rest i, I need to rest I, my body actually needs to rest i was just thinking about that but i said i know myself just as i just go to bed just go to bed by the time amen is morning you'll be ready for the new for the new day and that was what I did. And I woke up, I was still feeling like, but I woke up at the time the Lord will have me wake up. And God began to speak to me. And therefore, you see, when, when I put, post something on uh, 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 my Facebook timeline, not because I already thought about that thing yesterday night. Mm -mm, no. <laughs> God always speaks to me in the morning. All right. When I wake up, that's a, I mean, that's a become a spiritual pattern. God speaks to me what he wants me to put out there. All right. It's, most time it will start by a nudge, you know, a thought in me. And that thought becomes word. Okay. And then you put it down. Then that's it. And then you see, when you understand, I'm going to teach us one of these days how to prophesy it's not a difficult thing you can learn how to prophesy <laughs> but, but but that's not what we're going to deal with today so you just start flowing now now heaven is speaking to us one of the things we need to pick all right is to understand the the sequence of the speakings of god the sequence of the comings of god now just before i i i i i i i I went online this morning, just before I went online. The Lord said to me, just before I went online, the Lord said to me, you've got to understand the pattern of my, of my economic recovery in the nation. And he said to me, if you're, if you're going to deal with economic recovery in, in this season in time, then you have to deal with uh, Jezebel and Ahab. I said, Lord, but without Jezebel and uh, you know, Ahab, sometimes I say, yeah, it's a principle. That's the principle of the kingdom. You see, of course, we know that it took Elijah. Why? It took it took a man, Elijah, to shut down the heavens. Remember, because Elijah, Amen, is the bridge of God's economic plan. All right, God's economic, you know, a, 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 a system works through men. 
right? And uh, hopefully in one of our teachings, we will deal with some of the components that we need to understand. The four horsemen, all right? We're going to understand that the four riders, we're going to understand one of them, it may deal with the issues of economy. And then we'll deal with some other things too. So we, we, we need to, first of all, begin to have a clear insight into some of the, some of the principle, if not all of the principle, amen, that deals with the various, as, the various aspect, amen, of our spiritual engagement. Every area of our spiritual life, amen, connects to something that defines our existence in the earth, all right? Jesus made provision for us in the earth. All right, and 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 our concept of of enjoying the provisions of God is totally different from that of Babylon. I'm sure by now we understand that there are two systems ruling the world. Amen. There are two systems ruling the world. All right. There's the system of God. Amen. Which speaks into his economic, you know, uh, 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 you know, system. All right. And then there's the system of Babylon. All right, the compromise system, yes, the false system, the humanistic system, amen, the demonic system. That Bible called that system, amen, you know, demonic wisdom, a wisdom that is of the earth, that is foolish, that is carnal, that is sensual. All right, and that is that is that is that is a system that operates, amen, from the ascended life. That system, amen, speaks into how God blesses, connects, you know, heal, restore, whatever it is. We have to deal with it from that system. So if we don't understand, amen, the systems of, of, of God, amen, versus the system of this world, we may find ourselves operating in the, in the in the worldly system and still be talking kingdom. And I see a lot of that, you know, many churches, many pastors, leaders, they do that, all right? They, they are operating, amen, they're using Babylon's system to want to write, to want to walk, amen, the things of God. It's not going to work. The system is going to crash it's going to crash you have to understand amen the, the the principles of how the things of god work so so there, there are disruption going on right now there there is what you call the principle of replacement taking place right now why because the, what would the image of god is that amen before the coming of Jesus Christ, amen, when Christ finally come, amen, there's something called the mountain of the Lord that will cover the entire earth, all right, and that thing, that thing is cut out, amen, the Bible says, without human hand, it, it has nothing to do with human wisdom, amen, this, this judgment coming down, this stone cut without human hand, you know, human mind, without human effort, without human sens sensory, you know, ability, all of the things that define the operations of God, amen, in our life must go through what I call refinement. That thing must go through death. That thing must die, hallelujah. It must be buried, hallelujah. Then they must give it three days to resurrect or else God will not use you. Or else God is not going to use that thing. That's the principle of God. Even Jesus, when he came, amen, as a man, he had to die. All right? It was when he died and he rose, amen, and ascended that he gave gift to men. I, you see, I, I always tell us, <laughs> please don't mind the way I'm speaking. I'm just, I'm just allowing the spirit of God to lead me to, you know, to guard my heart. All right, until Jesus ascended on high, he didn't give gift to men. All right, like, like, that's why I say, if you really have the gift of God, you will use it to develop people. You will not be using it to amass wealth for yourself because the gift was not designed, amen, for selfish purpose. The gift that God gave to us was not designed for selfish, amen. Purpose. 
purpose. It was designed, amen, for the building of people, for the equipping of the saints, hallelujah, for the reformation, for the transformations of nation. So we've got to understand this principle, amen, friend. So when he ascended on high, that principle of ascension, hallelujah, positioned us, put us in a position where we are able to make use, we are able to deploy, hallelujah, the, 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 the values of God, the principles of God, amen, the standards of God, and of course, the gift of God, gift and men. If you're looking for some gift, no, no, the gift are, are encoded in men. <laughs> Are you getting the point? The gifts are encoded. You see, you can't, you can't take the gift away. You can't separate Isaiah from the gift. Isaiah is the gift. You know, so somebody, they, 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 you know, I'm sure one of those movies that we watch, they're looking for this, this jewel. They say this jewel as, you know, it's precious. It, you know, it's been, this thing has been coming from, from ages. It's been passing from one generation. Everybody's searching and looking for this gift. Looking, where is the, every, they say, oh, no, it's in, it's somewhere in Turkey. From Turkey, no, they say that thing went to China. They say, no, somebody got the thing. Only to realize that the gift is, is a person. <laughs> If I have to write a movie, that's it. You're looking for the gift. Everyone's talking about this gift, this gift, this gift, this gift. Don't you know that apostle is not a gift? Apostles are men. Prophets are men. You understand? Teachers are men. Amen. Evangelists are men. You know, all of these things. Jesus, hallelujah, took that which they call it a gift because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be deployed. Why did they call it a gift? Because it's supposed to be deployed. You see, I'm a gift to this nation. I'm a gift to my home. I'm a gift, amen, to, to the order of men. I'm a gift to manhood. I'm a gift to fathers. Come on, are you getting this? So you are. But there is this special gift, amen, that transform other gifts to function in their giftings. We're not talking about gift. But I'm just giving you, you see, that's, that's, that's my teaching cap now on. All right? uh, you're, you're teaching and you're, you're functioning as, as, you know, as, as, as a saint and apostle. And you're also functioning in your prophetic ministry. What a, what a blessing. And you also have a, a shepherd's heart. You love the people. That's it. You see, when we understand all of these things, it, it allows us to be able to flow amen, in the spirit of Christ. I told somebody some, some time ago, I said, we're coming to a day where we're entering into the fullness of, of the Christ anointing. When we enter into the fullness of the Christ anointing, all right, that gift goes beyond just us it begins to reveal christ and i think that's a place the, the lord is taking us into but before i, I deviate we're dealing with the concept of economic recovery all right and i said all right in in the concept of economic recovery god deals with people because the economy amen is is, is a reflection of ideologies all right every nation today that run you know uh, uh, an economy guess what they run it based on certain certain belief system certain ideology all right you've got those who are who are into the capitalist ideology you've got those who are into the socialist ideology you've got those who are into the communist ideology and the rest of them you understand those are ideologies ideologies are born about by men all right human ideologies no matter how how good they are they are not perfect they're imperfect all right, <laughs> they're imperfect, and that's why we say we must become the alternative, amen, influencing government. Because even with those who claim to be running certain, you know, economic, you know, policies and ideology, like South Africa will tell you that they are a communist, you know, you know, nation, like your ANC, they tell you they, they're into the Cuban kind of system of the economy and all of that. But guess what? They get to be <laughs> they get to be influenced, amen, by the by the capitalist American system. All right, by policy they will tell you that they are communist, amen. But by practice, amen, they are they are capitalist. That's God. Only God can give you such wisdom. 
<laughs> I love that. You understand? Only God, because we will say, okay, we're, I, do you know? Yes, in policy, we say we, we, we know we want to help the people, we want to, you know, like your, your AFF, EFF, or they call them EFF. No, we, we must nationalize everything. We must nationalize everything. Yes, you can nationalize everything. But guess what? The economy that defines the concept of buying and selling, amen, is capitalist. I'm just trying to let you understand that even with the, the, the economic system that we claim, amen, that we run by, they, they are not perfect. And, and we lie because we don't, we don't abide by those ideologies that we claim, all right? Because the, 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 the American economic system is so powerful that they compel you. They compel you, all right? If you don't listen, guess what? Guess what? If you don't li listen, somebody is going to buy you over. They will buy you over. And this is why this is this is the this is the reason why you know China is a philosophy. I hope you understand. China is not just an economic system; it's a philosophy, amen. That 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 is run by, amen, an economic system that that is that is that is that challenges, amen, the West because it's it's, it's all about. You listen to this, friend. It's all about the battle of of civilization. All right, China is claiming that all right, they've been there before America in terms of civilization, and in true, and and that's that's true. China has been there, you know. The 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 when you study the Mongolia, the Mongolia, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 empire, the Mongolia, you know, China used to be under Mongolia, Mongolia, powerful empire, but you know what, China did China find a way of breaking away, and of course. Today, that's that's become an history. So, if you want to trace the history, amen, of of global e economic, uh, 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 you know, philosophy, you you begin to understand that the battle from the beginning has never been the battle of just you know who wants to have the bigger land, who wants to have you know the the the, the, the bigger house, who wants to who wants to be more richer. No, no, it has always been the battle of philosophy, and behind philosophy, amen, are religion. Even if they don't call it religion, there's a religion that is operating in China. The, the religion of man. The man becomes a god. Amen. The religion that says, all right, we don't believe in any other deity, even though they believe in some other things that they worship. All right. In fact, if you if you're running an economy that is focused just on 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 you know on prosperity, prosperity itself becomes your god. You understand? Uh, yes, machine becomes your god. Uh, you understand? So, so if you're running an economy that say where well, we don't believe in some weak god somewhere that you cannot see, we believe in a god that we can touch, we can see. We believe in a god that can produce things through our wisdom. All right? Can't you see what we are believe? That itself is religion because religion, amen, is anything that you believe. All right, that 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 gives you a sense of you know achievements. You see, religion is anything that you believe that gives you a sense of achievement, a sense of success. So, uh, so when you talk about the world religion, you can talk about religion who, you know, who are bowing to some god somewhere, who are bowing to stone, who are bowing to some carved thing, or talk about us worshiping the true God. Amen. All of these religions, yes, they're all religion, but guess what? There are still religions that people believe in nothing. The fact that you believe in nothing means you believe in something. That's that nothing you believe in is something because you believe in something. <laughs> God has placed it. The fact that you want to achieve, you want to be productive, you want to succeed in life, that itself is religion, or else you're dead. You can't do without it. If you believe in something. That's why you see most of the most of the most of the young guys in in, in, in in China particularly, 
the the ideology of their life is about some some utopia you know some some guy in a space all right some some guy who comes from the past who is who is going to the future and it comes from the future you see and this is the thing they're pumping into our children's brain that's why I, I, I discourage my children to watch movies, you know, uh, cartoons made from China. Because that thing is very deadly. They create a different world. They're trying to create a different world, a different uh, ideology of, of life. You know, they, they, they look at this life that we live in or as, as, as incomplete, as imperfect. So they're trying to create this perfect world. But who rules this perfect world? Who is the God of this perfect world that they're creating? A God where machine, where, you know, some dead God knows what comes back to life. And he's, come on, listen to this. When you study, I'm trying to, you see, in the things of God, we've got to study where, where men are coming from. You have to understand them. You, if you, you cannot fight a battle you don't understand. You cannot, I was, was it yesterday I was, I was sharing? I said, we, we, you don't want to, you don't want to tackle a problem you do not understand. Tackling a problem demand that you, first of all, before you, ever claim that you want to solve a problem please i beg of you learn what the problem is know the problem know the problem don't be in a hurry because listen to this knowing the problem is is 60 percent if even in fact it is 70 percent problem solved when you get to know you see that's why i know humans i don't just know god i know humans i study humans i know why people behave the way they behave that's why if you read my material that I did on, you know, fighting crime, I try to understand, you know, the criminal mind. I try to understand the criminal mind. I try to understand why criminals do what they do. What makes them, you see, people don't just wake up and become criminals. No, something led to something. Something led to something. All right. You don't just wake up one morning and decide you're going to divorce your husband, divorce your wife. You don't just wake up one morning and say you're going to walk away from your children. You don't just wake up one morning and decide, okay, I, I don't want this job again. Something always leads to something. Now you need to, if, if you're really going to understand how to resolve problems, you need to take time to study human humans what led to that what 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 pushy what pushy if somebody wake up one morning and take a knife all right take a knife and this is not some this is reality in our country somebody takes a knife he, 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 he stabs his children four children and then he stabbed the wife and then he killed himself you know, come on and you say, well, well, this, this thing happened. No, you have to understand that. That's why you see the American system, they tried a bit, all right? They want to understand what is that. We watch all of this, you know, uh, uh, the criminal mind. All of, they want to understand what, what led you to do this thing. But of course we understand that it's not enough just to study them. They, if you study them, then you need to begin to, you know, tap into the spirit to understand the spirit behind those things what what what, what led to young people all right to commit suicide i mean you i mean by by default young people are supposed to love life they're supposed to you know be be, be very ambitious you want to go out there you want to become something you want to make what makes a man a 15 year old a 13 year old want to kill you know himself or herself you understand you have to understand that you've got to understand that weakness amen don't don't just nobody gets to be born weak no 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 something when you see somebody who doesn't believe in him in him or herself all right no matter what you do he, he has no sense of something has happened to that person 
And if you don't understand that, you cannot resolve the problem. If you try to resolve the problem, you've only, you've only cut the branch. Give it time. That problem is going to surface again. And this is why I believe that God is giving our nation, particularly in South Africa, God is giving us this ample opportunity to get to, you know, to get to understand things the way they are and begin to take the pain and the time to resolve it. Don't, don't, don't be in a hurry. That's why I keep saying, oh, yeah, they, today is stage four. Stage four has begun today officially. Yes. But guess what? <laughs> Our stage, maybe we're still in stage two <laughs> when it comes to the things of God, because there are things where we have not yet understood. We, uh, we have not yet understood what poverty is. You see, poverty in South Africa is totally different from poverty in Europe or in America. All right. When you're dealing with poverty here, you've got to go beyond just, you know, giving people, you know, things. You've got to help people to re-identify, rediscover their identity and not the identity of ANC. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the, the identity of, of, one, of a, one party. And I'm not talking about an identity that is carved out, amen, from EFF because, you know, the, uh, you know uh, Malema will not listen to what, you know, his, his, his father said. So he decided to get angry and, and start his own and decide to, you know, coin out a different, you know, ideology and philosophy and gather some bunch of young people who, who who are looking for direction who are looking for you know motivation and 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 eff just gave them you know something to fight for and we call it economic you know uh, uh, emancipation you've got to understand the principle amen behind economic emancipation it's not just about providing amenities those things are good those things should should not even be what drives our motivation because these are things that any normal humans i mean just like the bible says a father will not wake up and give his, his, his son you know, a stone to eat. You understand? A father will not wake up and... No, when we have fathers in the land, when we have true leaders in the land, guess what? We will not be, will not be voting you voting leaders because of good road. We will not be voting leaders into office because they give us pipe on water. We will not be voting leaders, amen, because they give us you know, a, a, a toilet rather than our children falling into the latrine. Come on. I mean, that's an indictment. And in the 21st century, we're still voting people into office because they gave us good road. Why did we put them there? The money is not theirs. The houses they claim they're building for people is not their money. They're stewards. If we talk about them doing things beyond, you know, just building roads, building houses, and they're doing things, you know, for us, then we can begin to talk about, you know, leadership. And if we don't wake up these things, I'm really beginning to talk about the real thing. Guess what? Come 2021 or when next is going to be the election, we'll still vote them in because they gave us food, part food parcels. They gave us, you know, uh, t-shirts. Ah. God give us true apostolic prophetic voice. That we're not just preaching, we're not just preaching, you know, some nice good message. We're preaching message that deals with system, 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 system. We're engaging systems. Are you getting this, friends? This is what the Spirit of God will have us begin to understand. The night is far spent. This is not a day to be joking around again and to be voting some somebody in because you know uh, they, they 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 gave us you know you know uh, uh, a free house. Go go see what they're doing in Europe. And the guys are still going crazy. That's why I say poverty here 
it's totally different from poverty somewhere else. You want to, and they keep talking about it, dignity. They've abused that term, dignity, dignity. They know not dignity. They don't understand what dignity is all about. You talk about dignity, a child is sent to school. The child falls into the pit, into, into, a, into a pit where the child went to make poopoo. The child fell into, is that dignity? In the 21st century, friends. So when, when God decides to shut down the economy, God knows what, listen, you think God bothers about how much a nation loses? You think God bothers about that? God bothers about the lives that have been lost. The, the lives of the people that have been lost. Economy are people. You didn't hear me? I say economy are people. Not the treasures in the ground. Not the gold. Not the silver. The gold and the silver are supposed to enhance the real economy. Who are the people? So if we don't value people, hallelujah, God will not value our, our, you know, our land. He will not value it. You see, our, the disvaluing of our land is a manifestation of the way we have disvalued our people. The disvalue, amen, of, of the yen, of, of the pound sterling, amen, of, you know, of, of the dollar is, is to the degree we have disvalued the people. God is speaking. Who is hearing? We must have a passion. We must have a heart. We, we must have a heart for people. Jesus, Jesus Jesus was the richest, was the, was the, was the, was the peak. Jesus was the deployment of the entire resource of heaven. <laughs> when God wants to redeem, do you know the word redeem means to buy back? To buy back. Redeem means to buy back. To buy, to buy back. Talking about the kingdom economy. <clears throat> Redemption means to buy back. To buy. You buy it back. <laughs> he pay a price. He, the, a price was paid for your soul. A price was paid for my soul. Think about it, friends. Heaven. 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 Heaven emptied their account. Heaven's account was empty to buy man back. That was the price that was paid. The price has been paid. I have a voice in the earth. A price has been paid. You have a place in the earth. You see, Economies start with the recovery of our identity. People are the economy of God. And they're still the economy of nations. When you talk about the owner of Facebook, you don't think of his wealth, you think of the man, Mark. When you think of Microsoft, you think of a person, he's called Bill Gates. When you think of Elon Musk, you think of SpaceX and all these cars. These guys, they are people. If you destroy the man, you destroy the economy. You see how we're wasting our economy. 
the more they're trying to invest they're trying to invest in you know this this is you, you lie you lie you've disvalued the people when you disvalue the people and you want to invest in some god make sure that that thing doesn't work <laughs> people are economy redemption is a price when Jesus died on the cross, friends, there was an economic trade that went on, that, 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 you know, that, that took place. We must know how to trade amen, in the affairs of men. We must know how to trade in the affairs of men and we must know how to trade amen, with, the, with the grace and the gift that God has invested. You see, Listen to this, friends. Listen to this. Now you are listening to me. You, you can listen to this man. This man was never like this. I told you a few days ago how I grew up. If certain people never saw grace in me, if they never invested in me, if they never looked at me and said, ah, this guy, even though everything around him, around him look, is looking crazy, it doesn't look like this guy is going to be anything. If these people never saw the diamond in me, amen, and and, and take me out of that rubble, out of that mess, out of that craziness and clean me up. You will never be able to appreciate all of the all of the things that we have done and we're still doing. You will never be able to do that. Somebody believed in me. Somebody believed in this economy. Somebody saw this guy as an expression of economy and they believed in me. Most of those people. Who, who invested in my life today? I've lost contact with them. I don't even know if they're still existing. Most of them. 99% of them. There's a lady by the name Falashade. When I was kicked out, I have no place to live. I met this lady in the church. I lived in a house. In fact, people thought we are, we are you know, a, a, a blood family. We're a biological family. They, they didn't know that. We didn't know any ourselves from Adam. We met in the church. That's why I keep saying the kind of church people are doing today. I won't go to church until I see God move. We, this lady, we met in the church. We began to pray together. You know, we after church, we have fellowship together. This, this lady just saw something in me. She was going through her own craziness. I was going through my own issue. But she had a house. I needed a house. She said, okay, come stay, come stay in my house. I'll give you one room. I just finished secondary school. She took me in. I lived out. I can't remember how many years I lived in the house. Because we're like blood, blood you know, family. Friends, come. In fact, a family, if you see me and a family, you will know. You, you will think I'm one of them. When I went to Bible school, I was living with, I was, in fact, the, the elder sister of this lady was taking care of me in school in another state. When God put people into our lives, people are economy. But you see, if, if we're selfish and self-centered, we will never know. We will never know. 90% of my development in life was not made, was, was my, my, my biological family had nothing to do with it. 90, in fact, I would say 95% of my life. Were, they were outsiders, outsiders that heaven prepared to shape me. Some of them were cruel to me. 
Some of them were nice to me. Some of them were ugly to me. Some of them were beautiful. My life was made of all kinds of people. But they are the ones who housed me. I mean, I lived in this lady's house. Today, she's in, she's in Canada with her family. Sometimes we still, we still speak, but she's done her time in my life. And I did my time in her life. Are you getting this? People are economy. The treasures of God are hidden in earthen vessels. That's kingdom economy. Treasures are hidden in earthen, earthen vessels. So you'll be blind if you're looking at the vessel. <laughs> it's in this lady's house that I discovered I was, I was a prophet. It is in this lady's house that I discover my gift. Because our friends, they all come. Because we all attend the same church. So they come, they say, let's pray together. We start praying, we start praying. Suddenly, my prayer is changing. They say, what's going on there? This guy, <laughs> isn't there something happening in your life that we don't have? You know? And I pray, and suddenly, you know, I start praying for people. People start falling under the power. Those are the days where people fall under the power of God. Nobody's touching anybody. And I just pray, people are falling under the power of God. They're falling under the power. And I'm wondering. And I'm wondering what's going on here. I said, okay. <laughs> Maybe God has done something in my life. It's from a house that heaven prepared me. From a house, I went to Bible school. I came back. I was still living in a house. It's from this same lady's house that she said to one of her friends who was, who was a manager of a bank. As I was, I was a boyfriend there. This guy said, I'm going to, I'm, I want to send you. This is 1991. This guy said, you know, I'd like to invest into your life. I'm going to send you to, to go learn computer. This is when computer was just coming out. I said, never in my life. No, God forbid bad thing. No, I will never. Me, this thing that they call 666, this thing, do you see? Did you see how foolish I was? But I wasn't foolish. That's what they gave to me. That's, that's the world I met. That's the world I knew back then. I refused to go learn computer. I said, no, me, I'm a pastor. I'm a prophet. I'm <laughs> computer, no way. This thing that the devil is going to use to destroy the world, just like some of us right now, all right? We say, ah, no, 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 uh, uh, you know, uh, 5G, I'm not going to touch 5G. You guess what? 6G is going to come, you're going to use it. 6G is going to come, you're going to use it. Because listen to this, if we, if we allow our environment to limit our ability, we will never step into the full reality of what God has in stock for us. That woman was my gateway into 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 the refining of my life my my life was a rough was a rough diamond i was a diamond but i was rough i needed to be polished but i didn't understand it and god was using me but they were ready to really polish me but guess what i refused <laughs> you know sometimes when we speak about this we just laugh and i laugh. i mean this was a big fight this guy i fought i refused i said no i'm not gonna learn it I'm not learning. I'm not learning computer. This thing that is, there's a big one in Brussels. Everything is connected together. Then they're going to destroy your life. No, 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 no. I want to serve God. I didn't know that thing. <laughs> computer was to enhance my life. I didn't know that. You see, the environment shaped my understanding. But I thank God that the Lord brought these people into my life. I'm, I'm, you see, that's why when I share things like this, I use my personal life. I don't, I don't, my life is an open book. And guess what? This lady didn't kick me out of the house because I refused. No. The relationship was just a bit strained, you know. 
because she felt she wanted to assist me to become, you know, until I met somebody else. <laughs> and this man of God came from Trinidad and Tobago. This was after years back, you know. Of course, after that, I realized I made a mistake. But when I met Dr. Noah Woodruff, I mean, some of us have heard of him. And this man, when he came to Nigeria back in the early, you know, 90s, you know, 96, if I'm not mistaken, 95, 96. My word. I said to myself, these are things that we're talking about, but this man is in another level. There was nothing new that he's saying that is new to me. No, because we're we all drinking from the same spiritual well. We, I mean, we're drinking. Not, Noel Woodruff did not bring anything new to me. But the way he presented the gospel changed my life. Changed my life. Who was using PowerPoint back then? was using all of this this man brought and he, he he made us to realize that if you are going to do the work of god you have to be prepared to engage the marketplace that's one thing i picked from noel woodruff and that thing changed my life guess what my girlfriend back then my girlfriend back then because men of god are afraid to talk about their girlfriend my girlfriend back then she she studies linguistic shola that's her name <laughs> so shola you're watching me my, she studies linguistic. My girlfriend is saying, what is this man talking about? This kind of language this man is using. I've not heard this English before, this kind of grammar. I said, wait a minute, shall I, who, let's go ask them. <laughs> because this is too much for me. Now, but we realize where this man was coming from. We realized where this man was coming from. He needed to raise a different caliber of apostles who will engage the high places. We've been talking about engaging the high places, but we didn't know how to. That's what I'm talking about. We've been talking about engaging the mountains. We didn't know how to. We just pray about it. We want to engage it. <laughs> Until this man came to show us. Me and, you know, Elder Williams, we're all there. I used to lead their prayer group. I used to because I mean prayer is always in my life. So they made me. Pastor Paulo getting they made me. I was leading their prayer group. I was we were at the forefront, amen, of the uh, uh, WBN. We were at the forefront. I was one of the first to leave when I see things not going right again. I was one of the first. But I was one I was one of the first to join. So that's me. That is me. This man heard me pray one day. He said, who is that guy? They brought me to him. He said, who is that guy? <laughs> Friends, I'm telling you, heaven is... Now, listen to this. That was a season. That season has passed. Thank God for that, what God did in that season. We've learned our mistake. I believe we've learned. Some, for, for those who have not learned, they need to learn. You know, it's too, it's too, it's too, it's too late now to begin to know. There are mistakes made, we've learned, but there are things that we also picked that were good. And we're built on that and we're building on that. You understand this? We're building on that. But now that season has passed. They brought us into a new day. Now heaven is, is bringing, if you will, the new Woodruffs in our day. And that's Isaiah Phillips and many others like that. There are many that God is now raising to be a voice. Alright, so we don't make the same mistake of the old. And guess what? Technology we are going to use to advance the purpose of God. Technology we are going to use to advance the purposes of God. Technology we are going to use to advance the purpose of God. But because listen to this, technology are designed to enhance, to enhance. So technology is not, it's not, it will not be monopolized. It will not be monopolized. 
It will not be monopolized and the devil cannot use it to destroy us because technology comes from God. The powers, even the past that the devil has, that power is God's power. <laughs> so if the Lord allow him to do something, then we need to understand why the Lord allowed him. You see, there is no evil, amen, against the people of God. There is no enchantments against Alia, the house of God. We've got to understand that we need to wear that mindset that there is no evil that can withstand, hallelujah, the God that we carry. Somebody needed to hear this. So we, we want to welcome technology to fast track. There's something we're working on right now. To help us to advance the purposes of God. But guess what? This is a diversion for me because this is not really where I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I, I want to, I want us to understand why the Spirit of God, amen, has brought us to this point. And the, 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 the idea is if we are going to begin to enter into what is called, amen, the recovery of our economy, like today now, the South African government, okay, said so we have entered stage four. So they're opening the economy, all right? All right, it's stage four now. So after a while, they put it to stage three and all of that. So as we engage stage stage four, what are the things we need to we, we need to look into? What are the things we need to know? And I said that the Lord told us, all right, that for us to be able to advance and step into what He's called what He calls, you know, His own economy, that we need to deal with the false order. We need to deal with the high places. We need to deal with Amen. What led the economy to shut down? And I hope you understand that what led the economy to shut down amen, were two people in Israel. Amen. Back in those days, it's called Ahab amen, and his wife Jezebel. <laughs> Crazy people. <laughs> Jezebel Ahab, yes. Because of Ahab and Jezebel, God shut the entire economy of a nation for three and a half years. Because of the, because of two people, because of two people, God shut down because of false leadership, because of false leadership, illegitimate leadership, because of, you know, perversion in high places, because of wickedness in high places, because of this ungodly woman who is not just, you know, some state woman. This woman, she's connected to powers. She's a, she's a priestess. This woman brought, you know, the worship of, 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 of the high place, you know, Baal into the nation of God. She brought, she brought, amen, the worship of idol into the life, into the, into the heart of the, she diverted, amen, the heart of the people, amen, to, to a different God. Friends, this is how we will enter. This is how we're going to track and deal with, amen, this issue of economic recovery. Because when God wants to judge a nation, he shuts down the economy. And when God wants to, hallelujah, amen, he restore, amen, the, 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 the nation, or when he begins to restore the nation, he opens the economy. You've got to understand, it has been, I, I said to us a few days ago, amen, the battle from the day of the fall of man is about the economy, amen, is about two economy, and this economy are driven by two systems, amen, the kingdom system, amen, and the Babylonian system. The Babylonian system, amen, which is a reflection, a definition, amen, of confusion. Because that's what Babel means. Those who worship Baal, amen, yes, they worship. Listen to this. <laughs> Thank you, Father. What do you think the worship of Baal is? Why do you think people worship Baal? Baal is the god of fertility. is the god of rain. Is a god of, you know, of, 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 of abundance. 
the heathens, amen, worship Baal because they believe he's the one that provides rain. He's the one that gives, that increases their crops. He's the one that protects their crops. <laughs> this is why God went for that one. <laughs> God said, okay, what you believe in, amen, is what I'm actually going to judge. Shut the heavens, no rain. Remember I told us, rain, amen, is, is, is a manifestation, amen, of the blessings of God. It's an ask of me, Zechariah Zechariah 10, 1. Ask of me rain in the season, in the time of rain. I, God, will make bright cloud. When it begins to rain, hallelujah, it, it, it's either God, amen, is ready, hallelujah, to bless the people or to judge the people, amen. In the days of Noah, amen, rain was not just for, you know, was not just for uh, the blessing of the land. No, rain, that word they defined to be blessing, amen, became a curse because that water, amen, grew to the degree that it swallowed everything alive. It drowned everything alive. That seemed to me that that's kind of rain God gave to the people of, to, to his people in the wilderness. He was feeding them, but he was killing them. So let's not kid ourselves when we say our nation is prospering. Can't you see what we're getting? That prosperity could be, could be a symbol, amen, of your very destruction. That's, that's a word for the American, American society. So look at us. Oh, we, we, we're very rich. God, God has blessed us. America, we're very strong. Listen, that blessing can be your barrier ground if you're not tracking what God is saying. Because the same, the same blessing, all right, the, the, same, the same provision that God amen, you know, gave his people in the wilderness, the same provision. The Bible says they were eating quail until they all died. He was feeding them for 40, 40, 40 years in the wilderness. Listen, the Bible says their clothes never worn off. Their shoe never worn one off. But guess what? All of them died except for two. We're talking about the principle of kingdom economy. You cannot separate the economy, amen, of God, amen, from how we engage, amen, in obedience, how we serve him, how we worship him, hallelujah. We have to be the one defining the spiritual atmosphere, governing the values that define how people live life, amen, on earth. It's our responsibility to go on behalf of our nation, hallelujah, and cry out to God and pray. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pride has always been our problem. Particularly here in South Africa, we are a nation of, of pride. We pride ourselves in our insecurity. We pride ourselves in our blindness. We pride ourselves in delusion. We pride ourselves in past glory. It's a new day. A new nation must emerge. The other said, it's a new day. We have to change the entire trajectory of this nation. We have to change the entire model system, amen, of this nation. This nation needs to be rebuffed. Just like most nations in, 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 in the continent of Africa needs to be rebirthed. Nigeria needs to be rebirthed. Ghana needs to be rebirthed. Cote d'Ivoire needs to be rebirthed. Cameroon needs to be rebirthed. Come on, friends. Libya, Liberia needs to be rebirthed. We need to rebirth the nations. We need to rebirth the nation. We have to go on behalf of the land. We have to become the government. Amen. We have to become the voice of God. Speaking. I told us a few days ago. We are the government that the government are waiting for. 
You see, in government, that is what you call vested interest. In government, that's what you call vested interest. People, people lobby. They do. They lobby. They do all kinds of things to control the government. You see, you see all those guys. They come out, minister of no, no. Somebody is manipulating them. <laughs> and they say, "I'm the vice president. I'm the you know, no. somebody that are there are in, that are invested interests in the economy." And they're the one that will be, you know, they will be, you know, American, that's why I keep saying the, the American system, listen to this, people don't like it when I say, but it's the truth. The American system of politics is, is the worst. Is the worst. You know why? Because you can buy your way into, into leadership. You can buy your way. You can buy your way. People have been doing it. And they don't want to talk about it. It's blindness. That itself, amen, is blindness. And blindness will lead you into a ditch. I thank God for the way God is speaking to us this morning, friends. If you, if you, the more money you have, amen, the more likelihood that you become, you become known in leadership. In other words, you can control people. You can buy people. That's why people like Bill Gates and the, and the owner of, uh, what's that, uh, um, the Bloomberg man. That's why these guys are very influential. They are very influential. And there's nothing wrong in being rich if, amen, your, 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 the influence of your wealth can transform life. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong. God wants to prosper people. And guess what? We will, we, will, we will not all have the same, you know, level of wealth and blessings. No, no, no. There are people that will be richer than you financially. And there will be people that I'm richer than, amen, spiritually. And that's true. My wealth is not in is not in is not in my is in, in money. It's not in you know how many building you know how many property. I, no, no. In fact, I don't have I don't have all of that. But guess what? When it comes to wealth, when it comes to spiritual wealth, ah, you don't want to mess with me. I am wealthy, wealthy. This is Baraka. This is the blessing. This is the this is the place of blessing. It's flowing. It's an overflow. The revelation, the wisdom is an overflow. Overflow. 20 Bill Gates cannot be compared to what we carry in the spirit. You combine all the wealth of the people of this world together. It cannot be compared to one ounce of the expression of what we're talking about. We're dealing with things, friends. See, when you don't know that, you'll be disenfranchised. You'll be disadvantaged. Because you'll be looking at, you know, the, the, you know, the dollar, the pounds, you know, the yen, the, you know, the rand the guy has. No, no, no. That's his own level. That's his own position. He can't go beyond. When it comes to the things of the spirit, he's as blind as a bat. He can't see. Are you getting friends? We have to have clarity into all of this thing. So who is, a, who is, who is in a better, you know, position of advantage? Me or Bill Gates? Of course it's me. <laughs> Because we have the power to shut down the economy. We have the power to shut down the heavens. We have the power to say, hey, it's not going to work that way again. Sorry. <laughs> Time out. You know, we are the referee. We stand on behalf of God. We can blow the whistle and say, stop. Are you getting this, friends? So when we understand what the Spirit of God is doing, let's take that posture, amen, of one that has been given advantage. Let's advance the purpose of God. Let's move the things of God to the next level. But for us to do that, we've got to follow what I call the protocols of the Spirit. We've got to follow, amen, what I call the 
protocols of the spirit. So to be able to begin to engage, amen, the blessings of God back into our land, we've got to address something. We've got to address the illegitimate gates. We've got to address the high places. We've got to, remember, we dealt with this, amen, last year. Well, the Lord is bringing us back to it again. So maybe you have to, we have to go back to some of the things that we have dealt with, amen, dealing with Jezebel. Remember, we did a whole material on Jezebel. We have to go back, amen, to dealing because now God has brought everything down. Now we want to build up again. To build up, we don't want anything that will compromise the process. We don't want anything, amen, that will hinder, that will that will frustrate. We want to fast track, amen, the things of God. And therefore, we want eyes on ground. We want, amen, kingdom men and women. We want, amen, apostolic builders. We want craftsmen. We want, we want blacksmiths. We want goldsmiths. We want people, hallelujah, who can fashion things out of fire. Let me read this scripture as we begin to round up this morning. First Samuel. First Samuel chapter 13 verse 16 says, Saul and his son, Jonathan. I want, I want to expose the wickedness of leadership in high places. Son and his son, Jonathan, and the men with them were staying in Gibeah in Benjamin while the Philistine camp at Michmash raiding parties went from the Philistine camp to the three uh, uh, detachments one third towards Ophir in the vicinity of Shuel another towards Bet Aron and the third towards the border, the borderland overlooking the valley of uh, uh, Zeboam, facing the desert. So they, they all distribute themselves in different directions. These are the Philistines now. Now look at verse 19. It's amazing how the Lord just, you know, leave some of these things there. <laughs> and they're not, they're not just left there for us just to scratch our head. We've got to, we've got to mind those words. We've got to find out what's going on. Look at verse 19 says, I'm reading 1 Samuel verse, uh, uh, verse 13. Verse 19 says, not a blacksmith could be found in the whole land of Israel. Because the Philistines have said, otherwise the Hebrews will make sword or spears. So all Israel went down to the Philistine to have their plowshare, their mattock, axes, and sickles sharpened. The price was two-third of a shekel for the sharpening, for, the, for, for sharpening uh, um, plowshare and mattock. And a third of shekel is lesser for sharpening forks, axes, and for pointing gongs. So in the day of battle, so in the day or on the day of battle, not a soldier with Saul and Jonathan had a sword or spear in his hand. Only Saul and his son had Jonathan. That seemed to see, <laughs> that that you know I, I was as I'm reading now that seemed to you know you know relate to the issue of vaccine. You know, only Saul and Jonathan had vaccine. If you're dealing with the corona. 
Why? Because all, all, all the guys, all the guys, all the best, all the biologists, all the the best brain, okay, have been have been brain drained to China. They've been brain drained to to America, to God knows where. The key guys who, who ought to help us to, you know, fashion our build, you know, get us, you know, uh, the, the best. I've all been brain drained. Have you noticed this? What all these nations do? Why they do that? Why do they do that? Because the nation is not is not is not convenient, amen, for them, amen, to thrive. I talked about that yesterday. There are people in 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 our continent, or right, who have what it takes. To address the situation that's what god does when god creates a nation he gives that nation everything they need amen to survive but when you see a nation struggling know that something somewhere has been compromised but that's not the point the point here is the scripture said the scripture said the the the, the, the philistines they were very good they were very clinical in their in their engagement they made sure that there were no blacksmiths all right in the Israel, in, in, the, in the camp of, you know, the people of God, amen, in the nation of Israel. Either they killed them or they bought them over. <laughs> but something happened. The scripture said, not one blacksmith. Now, what happens in the day of war? Because listen to this. The concept of blacksmith is not just for, you know, for, you know, for sharpening, you know, uh, uh, your spear. Because we saw that, all right? It's also for what? For economic advancement. The Bible says, amen, uh, uh, you know, their plowshell, amen, and their sickle, amen, had to had to be taken. They had to go to you know the, the land of the Philistine to sharpen those things to get them fashioned out. So what happened to the best of the best? What in fact what happened to the industry amen, of sharpening you know uh, 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 you know forks and and hooks and and and, uh, and plowshare? No, all of them has been bought over, captured by you know by the by you know by the Philistine. That seemed to me that seemed to look at seemed to me as what you know the, the Chinese and the the rest you know uh, 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 nations have done to Africa. Come on, friends. This is something we need to we need to look into. We need to understand. We need to understand this thing very well. We need to understand why heaven, Alia, is highlighting this. And because if we're gonna deal with the issue of economic recovery, guess what? Guess what? If we have to deal with the issue of economic recovery, we have to deal with the issues of injustice. We have to deal with the issues of injustice. Listen. Let me read again. Not a blacksmith could be found in the whole land of the of you know of, of Israel because the Philistine has said this was this was a, a strategic decision they made in their in their in their in their warfare you know camp in their warfare war room. All right, what we're gonna do? You, let let them continue to have more men, but let's do one thing: let's kill, let's take over, amen. All the blacksmiths, because how do you go to war if you don't have blacksmith? Have you noticed that the strength, amen, of your army is de is dependent, amen, on the number of the blacksmiths, amen, and the quality of the blacksmiths? Ah, uh, this is this is heavy. I'm gonna round up now because I want to leave it hanging here for us just to think about that. I'm going to leave it hanging here. The question we want to ask ourselves is, do we have blacksmiths in South Africa? Because listen to this, recovering of the economy is not going to some place. It's not going somewhere. Amen. It is, first of all, doing 
you know, retrospect, introspect. Amen. Let us go and ask and begin to look around. Do we have blacksmiths? Do we have blacksmiths? Do we have people that can fashion? That can rebuild, reconstruct. That's why we've been talking about, you know, apostolic engineer. They're called blacksmiths. This word, I've been carrying this word. This word, I've been carrying this word for about 20, 20, 20, 22 years. Now, I've been carrying this particular scripture. I've been carrying this scripture in my spirit. Do we have, amen, blacksmith? Do we have, you know, men and women that can help us fashion out, amen, the right weaponry? But we're not just talking about weapon now. We're also looking at the right economic amen, recovery model. Do we have that? Because if we don't have that, then which economy are we recovering? Are we going to be recovering economy based on you know, going back to China to, you know, to get loans? Are we going to continue to impoverish and destroy amen, the, the future of our children? Is that what we want? Are we going to continue? Are we going to go back amen, to start borrowing money in World Bank? And, or are we going to look inward and begin to say, what do we have? This is a nation. South Africa is known amen, as, one, as one of the most advanced engineering nations. This nation. I mean, I read the, I read the history of South Africa. Some of the best weapons back in those days were fashioned from South Africa. Were fashioned from this land. Some of the best weaponry. Some of the best armored cars were fashioned from this nation. Have you noticed how China have closed all our factories just because, amen, we must trade with them. Are you getting this, friends? We need to understand what the Spirit of God is demanding from us. These are days of apostolic engagement. And I said yesterday, apostles cannot engage. Apostolic grace cannot be released in our land until the voice of the prophet, hallelujah, emerges. Let's go back to that scripture, then I'm going to be done. Then we're going to come back. We have to come back later on. Here's the word of the Lord, Agai chapter 2. On the, on, the on the 21st day of the seventh month, the word of the Lord came through the apostle. No, no, no. It doesn't come through. God doesn't speak through the apostle. The word of the Lord came through, amen, the prophet, Agar. When God wants to engage a nation, God raises prophets to speak. The word didn't come through the apostle. It didn't come through the teacher. It didn't come through the, you know, through the evangelist. So all of these guys making noise. No, no, no. They sh we should go look for where are the prophets. The word of the Lord is with them. <laughs> The one they go to what? They say, where is the prophet? The king said, before, before I go with you, Joshua said, before I go to war with you, we need to consult the prophet because the word of the Lord is with him. <laughs> where are the prophets? They carry the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord houses the strategy of the spirit. The word of the Lord houses the strategy of the spirit. We, we need prophets to give us insight amen for earlier apostles to be able to rise up in engaging what is called divine construction or recovery plan that's how god has designed his his his, 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 his model we're talking about amen god's god's principle of engaging amen economic recovery all of this, amen, is leading us into something. I told us earlier on, the Spirit of the Lord said, if you're going to, amen, 
engage, if you're going to press the button of reset in terms of the economy, you have to go and engage Jezebel. You must engage the high place of Ahab. These are principality. These are humans, amen, who, whose, whose life have become the altar of certain principality that have interfaced with the earth. Our lives are gateway. Our lives are portal to our society, to our community. Our lives are gateway and portals to our environment. So there are people, amen, who are in our government who, who ought not to be there. They, are, they, have, they have brought, they have, they have invited a wrong spirit, amen, a spirit of corruption, a spirit of wickedness, a spirit of perversion, a spirit of laziness, you understand? A spirit of ignorance and blindness and confusion and arrogance and pride. We don't want them in the government because they will jeopardize this thing God wants to do. Heaven must remove them. Our battle is not flesh and blood. But we want to pray God will awaken the heart of our, of our president. That suddenly, he, just like in the days of Mordecai, the king got up in the night, he couldn't sleep. That God would take the sleep of our president. That God will start highlighting things in his heart. And he will not say, oh, well, this is party thing. No, no. He will make decisions. This is, this is not the time to, to begin to make, you know, lead the nation through a party, you know, a, a party policy. You've got to lead the nation as a leader. And I know, listen to this. I know Cyril Ramaphosa has got the heart to lead this nation. But I also know his hand is being tied behind because of the party policy. But we want to severe that thing. South Africa now needs to wake up. For once, Sir Maposa must make a decision, not based on populist ideology, not based on what ANC wants. I know he's been fighting this battle. We've been we've been praying with him for for a while. Remember, we've been praying from the day the Lord, you know, said this man is going to lead this nation. They've been fighting him. Listen to this. I don't care if Sir Maposa is a billionaire, as long as he had, he has a heart for the people. There's nothing wrong, amen, for, for, for a president. After all, Donald Trump is a billionaire. Being, being, being a billionaire does not disqualify him. It doesn't disqualify him. Amen. It does not disqualify him. In fact, it enhances him. Because he needs that money to, to be deployed somewhere. What's the use of money if you cannot deploy it amen, to do something? What would be the use of money if you cannot use that money? You understand? To, 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 to alleviate, to build, to empower people. What would be the use of the money? We know there's been battle. We've been we've been on his side. We've been fighting. I'm one of the people on his side. I'm on his side. And when he's wrong, we say he's wrong. But we will not disown him. We will not desert him. We will not disown him. We will continue to cover him. We will continue to pray because I know he's got the right heart. There are people, okay, who've got the right heart, all right, but they just have the wrong influence around them, and he's one of them. So we want to pray those wrong people outside. We want to pray them. Let them begin to scatter. Let the right people come around him. Every wrong influence around him, we refuse it. Every wrong alliance, we reject it. There are people, listen, there are people, their plan is when they get to leadership, they want to, sp they want to spoil and destroy everything. Create commotion. We know them. And we felt their impacts. We know what they did when they were in leadership. They, 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 they sold this, this nation. But we say in the name of Jesus, they shall proceed not for that. 
whatever influence they think they still have in, in, in the government, in the high places, we begin to cut their feathers in the name of Jesus. We proclaim and we declare it's a brand new day for this nation. And as we declare it's a new day for Africa, we rise up this day as we are as we deploy the spirit of blacksmiths into the land. Into the land, we deploy blacksmiths, men and women, that will start fashioning things. <laughs> Ideas, wisdom comes with witty invention in the name of Jesus. It's our day. It's a day of South Africa. We're rising up. Come on, friends. We're rising up. We're taking our place. We're rising up. We're taking our place in the spirit. We refuse to be low. We refuse to be kept low. We refuse to be trampled upon. We rise up. We take our place. We proclaim it's a brown new day. This is the day of the Lord. We are the voice of God. Yes, speaking in the land. We speak in the name of Jesus and opening. Yes, let the rain of God come. Let the flood of God come. Flood away that which amen is not of God. Jesus said every tree my path my father has not planted shall be uproot. We uproot those trees in the name of Jesus. We decree and we declare this is a brand new day. We declare in Jesus name Corona. It's time to leave our land. It's time to leave our continent. We cause you to in the name of Jesus Christ we rise up this day yes like warriors we engage in the name of Jesus we engage in the name of Jesus we engage we engage the high places we engage wickedness in high places we engage rulers we engage spiritual authority yes in high places we engage in the name of Jesus we rise up in the spirit of wisdom knowledge and understanding we rise up in the spirit of counsel we rise up in the spirit of power and the fear of God we engage in the name of Jesus we engage the marketplace. We decree and we proclaim every ungodliness, every ungodly trade. We command them to cease. We declare the ship of Tarsus. You will cease. In the name of Jesus. Those who trade with the souls of men, you will cease in the name of Jesus. We declare Babylon. Your day has come to an end. We declare the, burnt, the burning down of Babylon has begun. In one hour, all that Babylon has, yes, has been brought to rubbles in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We declare this day that there's an awakening of your life in us. We rise up, O oh God, with the spirit of creativity. Creativity. Lord, man, that about some of us we will begin to open, yes, new, new, new areas of business. New areas, yes, of business. We'll begin to open new areas of business, not just for ourselves, but for the community, for the nation. Lord, we thank you lord yes this is the time where they talk about uh, 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 what they call that there's a word that is in my spirit now transfers of wealth yes transfers of wealth yes father we thank you we thank you for transfers of wealth the wealth let it be transferred to us so we can transfer it to the people so we can use it to build so we can use it to encourage to empower we can use it oh god to to to, to raise up a people for you oh god we thank you we bless your holy name we give you glory we we, we praise your name for transference of wealth wealth is not just money wealth are ideas yes the idea that some god gives somebody that is not using god will transfer you will begin to have brain waves ideas yes creativity god will begin to give you insight foresight to do things in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We honor your holy name for your spirit right now that is at work. Thank you for raising those men that have been in the cave. They're coming out now. They're taking their place. They're taking their place. Yes. 
Yes, the camels of the of 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 of, of Bashan, they are rising up in the name of Jesus. We will slaughter them. Yes, yes, their fat we will use as a burnt offering unto the Lord in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We declare and we proclaim this day. Yes, Lord, let wealth, let the spirit of wealth begin to flow. Wealth is not just money, their ideas, their creativity, their wisdom, their direction in the name of Jesus. We receive it, Lord. We thank you for the power, yes, to dislodge. We thank you, oh God, for, for disruption that is taking place right now. We thank you, Lord, that we will not be acquired in the name of Jesus by a wrong spirit. We will not be acquired by a wrong by a wrong system in the name of Jesus. Rather, we will acquire them in the name of Jesus. We rise up this day. They call it acquiring an acquisition. In the name of Jesus, we declare that we will not be acquired. No, no, we will not, we will not be bought over. <laughs> the, the prophet of God said, the, the prophet of God said to the woman, they will not take your children. No, no, no. They will not take your son. He said, no, they will not take your son. He said, what do you have in your house? He said, what do you have? He said, it's just this little oil. He said, it's enough. <laughs> go borrow, go borrow, go borrow vessel, not a few. La, 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 sha, ya, da, da, da. The word of the Lord for somebody this morning. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We honor your holy name. That that which seem, oh God, man, the little, that which seem, oh God, insignificant, we declare, Lord, turn it, turn it, oh God, turn it around. Turn it around for the good of your people. In the name of Jesus, we decree, we proclaim right now that idea, that vision, yes, that dream right now we speak life to it in the name of Jesus we speak life to that dream we speak life to that vision we declare right now you are located you are positioned wisdom position wisdom position you wisdom position you be positioned in the name of Jesus be positioned in the name of Jesus take your place over your sphere take your place over your atmosphere take your place over your community right now in the name of Jesus go into that business let the business right now be awakened in the name of Jesus whatever it is we speak life to it it will produce it will yield forth fruit in hundredfold we thank you father oh hallelujah hallelujah grace to you we bless you with the blessings of heaven as we bless our land we bless we bless we bless everyone watching us connecting with us this morning connected to our loins we decree this day you will begin to walk in abundance as they open as we come to this stage four in the name of jesus we also declare let there be an opening of divine resource divine resource divine favor in the name of jesus god connects you to the right people as god connected me to the right people to build me to shape me to this place that i am today I declare this day God will begin to align you with the right people. God will begin to connect you with the right people. God will begin to link you up with the right people. Yes, in the name of Jesus. They will use their influence to get you to where God needs you to be. Halalabah. That's a word. In the name of Jesus. God will use their influence. Yes, to get you to where you need to be. To do what God has ordained for you. In the name of Jesus. Keys of the kingdom. I release them into your lives. In the name of Jesus. Keys of the kingdom. We proclaim them. We decree them right now. 
now keys of the kingdom the anointing yes mandalabo to rise up the anointing yes to become effective to become efficient the anointing to become fluid the anointing to rise up the anointing to go forth the anointing yes to proclaim the anointing to to declare he said this is the day this is the year of recovery in the name of jesus this is the year of the lord i proclaim it upon your life right now let there be a recovery and let there be a deployment let there be a going forth in the name of jesus this day we speak life to this nation to the economy of of this nation to our continent we proclaim and we declare in the name of jesus from botswana my brother watching from botswana we release grace and blessing yes into botswana we release grace and blessing yes to my sister watching from nigeria grace and blessing and to those who watch us who connect with us from U united kingdom in the name of jesus from america we release blessing we, re we declare right now let there be a deployment yes manda of the grace of god of the favor of god of the goodness of God. This is the year of the Lord's favor for the people of God. This ark is taking you, yes, to the place called Mount Ararata, the highest peak, the highest mountain. Mountain are economy in the kingdom. Mountains are representation of economy. In the name of Jesus, you will enter into that economy. Right now, begin to receive grace, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I banish fear from your life in the name of Jesus. Receive boldness. Receive boldness. I banish fear from your life. Receive boldness. Begin to begin to put down those proposal in the name of Jesus begin to put down those proposal right now yes you will release them underable ideas for for creativity for proposal in the name of Jesus you will do business with government in the name of Jesus I declare open doors rain clouds are forming over your space over your head in the name of Jesus we release the rain of the spirit let it flow let it flow into your life divine wisdom divine flow divine flow divine flow divine flow ideas creativity yes economy are men economy are people <laughs> we are the expression of the economy of God new wear new ideas new mindset new belief system in the name of Jesus understanding the spirit of discipline the spirit of discipline, the spirit of prudency in the name of Jesus. The spirit of, of discipline and prudency in the name of Jesus. Every form of pro procrastination in your life, I banish it. You will not procrastinate. You will align. You will respond. You will do the bidding of the Lord in the name of Jesus. You will, you will do the bidding of the Lord in the name of Jesus. You will take your place in the name of Jesus. The spirit of the Lord God is upon you. Right now, you will grow in wisdom. You will grow in knowledge. You will grow in understanding. You will take your place. You will break forth in the name of Jesus. You will break forth in the name of Jesus. You will go forth in the name of Jesus. I speak break through into your life breakthrough yes mental breakthrough spiritual breakthrough breakthrough physical breakthrough you break barriers you break limitation you will move you will increase expansion of your territory in the name of jesus expansion of your territory in the name of jesus rise up with the spirit of caleb the spirit to take mountains you will take mountains you will take companies you will take places in the name of jesus caleb said yes i can take this i can take this mountain i can take this mountain my visions are not dead i my strength is not weakening. i'm able to take this mountain take the mountain in the name of Jesus, engage the high places. Lord, we thank you. Father, we bless your name.
Mm. Indeed, when we are weak, we are strong. Thank you, Father. Thank you for what you've done in our lives this morning. We glorify you. Lord, thank you that you will continue to speak to your people. Continue to inspire them. You continue to inspire them. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of inspiration, grace, strength, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Thank you, Father, for connection, relationship, profitable relationship, profitable relationship, profitable, profitable relationship. Yes, profitable relationship with people of great influence in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 in the name of Jesus. You will connect, yes, you will connect with them wherever they're coming from, wherever they are. They will, God will cross their path with yours in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Wow. We can only give thanks to God. You know, sometimes when God moves like this, I, I, you know, I step aside and I just watch myself and say, did that really happen? Because it's God. Thank you everyone once again this morning for connecting with us. Thank you for being part of this broadcast. I know there are those also who watch us. All right, who, of course, I can see them. Thank you so very much for connecting with us. I appreciate you. Those that will be listening later on on the on the radio, really want to thank God for your lives. Please continue to listen. Continue to uh, uh, um, do what you need to do. All right, and let God perfect His His word and His purpose in your life. Thank you so very much. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, okay, I see my family watching. Jemima, mommy is watching. All right. Oh, mommy's sleeping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for watching. All right. Thank you, Sister Shola. Thank you, Stan Kumisa. I think that was my boy. Samuel must be the one writing there. All right. Thank you, Samuel. Appreciate it. Thank you for watching, Samuel. Appreciate it. God bless you. All right. Um, thank you, Sister Kumisa. Thank you so much for connecting with us. Thank you, uh, my dear brother, Bokiso. Uh, uh, thank you for connecting with us this morning appreciate it thank you sister shala thank you god bless you thank you thank you thank you uh sister myrtle amen for that word superb thank you appreciate it all right yeah thank you thank you so very much i hope i've called everybody uh brother melvin yes thank you so much for connecting my dear brother thank you appreciate it uh yes my brother uh Nitiram, thank you for connecting this morning i appreciate it all right i also saw sister Sister Diony, yes. Sister Tina, thank you so very much for connecting. God bless you. Yes, Brother Jonathan, thank you so much. I really appreciate your connection this morning. All right, and of course, Apostle Godfrey, thank you. Yes, I picked your message. You're going somewhere, I think. Yes, thank you for connecting. I really appreciate it. And who else again? Yes, uh, Prophet Linton, well time. Thank you also for connecting. I appreciate it. Sister Diony, thank you. Thank you, everybody. And I, I'm sure also Brother, Brother Derek is watching. His phone is uh, water damaged. All right. If you're watching, Brother Derek, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate every one of you. Enjoy the rest of your day. I should see you at uh, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. 
nine o'clock i should be here all right if you can make it for nine o'clock yeah nine o'clock is about i think about an hour from now there about yes i should be able to get ready we, we i need to finish you know the thought for this morning it's not done yet but this is a point where we need to really stop so let me give you uh, a time all right to do that or maybe let's push it further to 10 so that you can have time to do other things you want to do i don't want to be you know selfish with this time all right i know many of us are busy doing other things all right so maybe let's let's leave it for 10 o'clock 10 o'clock we'll be back let's do another one hour and let's just say amen what the lord is saying to us so much so much the spirit of god is releasing in this brand new day and i'm excited to bring this word across to us god bless you remember that his word is your resource god's word is your resource see you later 10 o'clock bye bye